Hey guys, it me, and I'm back with another episode of My Best Vintage Life. I'm officially starting season two of the podcast. How exciting is that? It feels like I just started the first season, and I kind of wanted this to be a year-round thing, but I did take some time off, and I feel like maybe back-to-school time is a good time to start the season and then have the season be a year-long I don't know. I'm not really as fancy as some other podcasts that do that technical stuff. So as long as I'm producing good content for you, that makes me happy. Uh Uh-oh. Better turn this phone off. Sorry about that. Silent mode is on. Anyways, um, I just redid the Instagram for the podcast. So if you're not following along, check that out at my best vintage life podcast. Um, I'm kind of freshened up the feel, taking more time to put more time into it. So I hope you enjoy. And don't forget, if you haven't already, to rate and review the podcast. I have been in the top 200 in the fashion and beauty category in Apple Podcasts for North America, and that's awesome uh, because I know when I first started, I was way, way in the back, and I know about how many there are. So super happy to be there, and if you give me more reviews, then... I can only go further up, and that's that's really great. That's the best thing to do for exposure for our podcast. So I really, really appreciate your help there, and if you could take time to do so, if you haven't already, that would be awesome. So just talking about my Halloween schedule, we're going to do a little bit of a spooky month for October. This episode is vintage for your costumes, so I'm going to be giving you a few little tips and then my personal suggestions for costumes that kind of either incorporate vintage or have a vintage look and vibe to them, so I'm excited for that. And then on the 17th, I'm going to be releasing Horror Babes. Um, I think I might focus more on lesser-known fashionable horror babes. I think maybe that'll give everybody an opportunity to learn more. I mean, obviously, there's going to be the uh, the OGs that everybody knows, but I'd like to maybe expose people to some movies they haven't seen and do so through talking about the fashion used in them. And then uh, the 31st is going to be Vintage Horror Films. And um, I know I asked for people's opinions on what their favorite um, horror films were, so I want to kind of incorporate that into the episode and I think I asked everybody for a paragraph to kind of tell me why they like the movie so I just think it's more personal if people can give their opinion as to why they like it and it's not just me talking about why I like the movies because pretty much every movie that somebody suggested I like or have seen I think almost all so um looking forward to that But anyways, um, I guess we'll go ahead and get the ball rolling on today's episode. So before we do so, I wanted to talk about my obsession at the moment, which happens to be my new car. Um, I, uh, I got a new Mercedes and before anybody throws shade my way about the car, just, just know that before I moved to California, I was driving a really piece of shit car for like two and a half years back and forth to work every day at Urban Outfitters and before that the only other car I ever owned was my Jeep Wrangler so um, it's pretty awesome to have a nice car and a safe car that's like the most important thing ever I just like Mercedes because I don't know I'm bougie I guess but you know it's all about safety Hondas are great cars Toyotas are great cars I grew up in like a car family and I've dated many guys who like cars so I've learned a lot over the years and safety is obviously um, 
very important. And now I have a lot more space, um, which is great too. So my obsession at the moment is my new car. I named my car Mr. Pitt after the amazing Mr. Pitt of Seinfeld. And if you don't know who he is, um, then you need to educate yourself on Seinfeld because I love Seinfeld and I probably will end up doing an episode on um, the fashion in Seinfeld or 90 sitcoms at some point in time. So Mr. Pitt is just this bougie old guy that (laughs) Elaine ends up working for and he eats snicker bars with a fork and knife and he loves Woody Woodpecker (laughs) and I feel like he is me like I'm a blend of like uh, Putty and Mr. Pitt from Seinfeld. (laughs) of auxiliary characters at least um so yeah that's my obsession at the moment so going into what i wanted to talk about today vintage costumes and tips and suggestions obviously timing is crucial here so the earlier you plan your costume the better um that way you don't feel rushed especially if you're incorporating vintage elements it's not something that is easy to do like the day before so today is october second and this is coming out on the third so that gives you a lot of time that gives you one two three like four four weeks until halloween so you got you got this um so just some tips i have like five tips they're nothing crazy just to go through those um you know consider who or what you are going to be for halloween and keep this in mind the more specific of a person character thing, animal, whatever, um, you're going to have a harder time finding things at thrift stores if you're being something super specific. So like if, say for example, you're dressing up like Jessica Rabbit, okay, she wore like purple gloves and a red dress. I don't know, like if you'll have the easiest time finding those things at a thrift store, your best bet would to be either look on like Etsy or other vintage um, resources online where you could like look on a search engine But, you know, if you're being something less specific, thrift stores usually have great costume sections um, at Halloween where they put a lot of, you know, the more funky, like not everyday vintage clothing in. And at least in Pennsylvania, they do that. I'm not sure about other states, but I actually used to buy a lot of vintage just to sell from the costume sections at Halloween. Um, So that's just my two cents there on like your searching and you know the time frame you have to do so just you know be smart about it if it's something extravagant or super detailed you're probably going to have to use multiple sources to find your costume um try and buy pieces that you can use again so accessories here are a great example you know whether it's like shoes uh, sunglasses costume jewelry try to make at least some part of your your halloween costume reusable so that um i don't know you kind of keep up with what we've been talking about on the podcast for a long time the sustainability piece something that you're not going to throw away Um, Or maybe, you know, your costume is more mellow and it will be something that you can use again as well. Obviously, if you're doing something a little crazy, probably not. But try to make at least one piece something that you can reuse again. And if you can't find a costume, well, guess what? You could make it. You could use dead stock fabric, trims. You might not be able to sew, but maybe your mom, your dad, someone in your family, aunt, uncle, sister, brother, whatever, um, friends, if you have that sort of resource, you could definitely 
make your own costume using like vintage dead stock fabric or fabric you find at a thrift store or you know some wholesale fabric place that sells like odds and ends pieces so definitely something to think about there especially if you're whoever you're portraying or whatever you're portraying has like a specific print or pattern and you want to get as close to it as possible uh you know dress for yourself not for others dress for your climate you know um don't wear something like super skimpy if you're living in like Minnesota and it's freezing. I mean, I know in Pennsylvania, like I can't even remember the last time when I was living there that there was like a warm Halloween. When I was little, there were, but like Halloween generally has been a lot colder. Um, and I, in my opinion, like I think the coolest costumes are the most creative ones, and usually they have some sort of vintage or upcycled element to them um I think like at some point in time as an adult you need to walk away from like the skanky cop skanky nurse I mean I did it in college and I'm sure if you're listening you probably wore at least one of those but let's be real they're made overseas they're probably not made well and the people making them are probably not paid very well or taken care of and god knows what they're made out of so give that up. That's like one of the best things you can do if you want to be a little bit more green about your Halloween costume. Give up those those costumes and just like do something more creative. Be classy, be chic. Find, you know, find you in your costume even though you're portraying somebody else. Don't like completely give yourself up just to like look sexy or feel cute, you know, feel good in your own skin. And obviously whoever you're or whatever you're portraying. And, you know, with historical figures slash costumes, just be sensitive. Um, you know, obviously, it, that's the fun part about Halloween is you're not being yourself, but obviously the goal isn't to offend anyone. So just, you know, be really sensitive about who you are portraying, especially if you're portraying somebody that might cause a little, you know, a little stir. Um, and I think that also depends on where you live too. But believe me, I've been out with people that I didn't know were going to have like offensive costumes on. And then like you meet up with them and everybody's yelling at them, screaming at them. And it, it makes for a miserable night. So do yourself a favor and kind of like check yourself before you go out and check your friends and just, you know, be reasonable about what you're doing. So I'm going to give 10 recommendations for Halloween costumes that I think could either incorporate vintage elements or have a vintage feel. Um, a good deal of them are female, and most of my listener base is female. Um, but I did save the last two to kind of be like a gender slash race neutral um, costume selections. And I also like don't think like you know the first eight that I'm listing anybody couldn't play them. You know just you do you and you make your own version of it I don't ever think anybody should feel like they can't portray a character because um you know they aren't exactly the same as the person obviously like blackface is a big no-no or anything like that I'm not saying you should do that but just um find your own spin on it you know I I mean I dressed up like Jessica Rabbit once I don't have red hair I wore a red wig um, and I am going to mention wigs in uh, this episode. Obviously, they're not like the the best thing for our planet, but I think it's like a really fun way to make your costume more legit. Um, so 
really that's like the only thing the only like downfall of halloween in my opinion like in this episode is like i am mentioning some wigs but maybe your friend has a wig you can borrow or you know you can find somebody that makes them in a a better way but i i really think they're all kind of made pretty poorly so i'm sure you can you can figure that out on your own i think maybe the best bet would be to see if like you know anybody that has a wig similar to what you're looking for so my first suggestion is um margot tannenbaum from the royal tannenbaums who was played by gwyneth paltrow i think you know any kind of wes anderson movie has such a good vibe a good vintage vibe and a, a good feel um and also if there's any men listening or anybody who like doesn't want to dress as a female character you could totally do like the male counterpart to any of these um and it would still be just as cool and fun like maybe you you know ben stiller's character in that movie was great he was always in like um an adidas jumpsuit so (laughs) you could always do that too male counterparts are just as cool in my opinion uh but for Margot, i would say you know you could pull it off with like a vintage fur whether that be real or faux that's up to you like your personal choice and how you feel about that Uh, she wore a lacoste dress but I think like realistically any kind of striped like tea dress polo dress would be be cute Um, pink gloves she had a barrette she had a brown bag and she had flats so that's a pretty that's a pretty easy costume to pull off I'm very thrift storable I'd say Except maybe maybe for the dress. Uh, that might be tough. But you have plenty of time if you want to go dressed as Margot Tannenbaum. <laughs> but I just, I really love her character. You would need like some sooty, sooty eyeliner. Um, and like maybe some good bangs. Because she had a great bang in that movie. Um, and if you smoke cigarettes, that would be a plus. Because she smoked like a stack. So <laughs> um, that's suggestion number one. Uh, number two would be Mia Wallace from Pulp Fiction. I think that's a super, super easy costume to pull off, especially if you, like, dress like her from the dance scene. It was basically, like, a white dress shirt, black pants. I think she had black flats on. And really, I, I wrote down in my notes, a wig and a cig. Um, also quite a smoker in that movie. Um, and I think it's pretty easy to find the Mia Wallace wig at Halloween time, especially. It's just short black hair with short bangs. Um, so that that would be an easy one to pull off if you're a little like um, short on time I think I think you could typically find that wig in stores and most people own a pair of black pants and a white shirt so that's an easy one Um, I wrote Cher literally anything crazy so obviously I think Cher might have worn some questionable costumes that might offend now like you know like a native american headdress um although i do believe she is part native american but i wouldn't go dressing like that for sure but anything sparkly sequins lame uh, paillettes and anything that is over the top share uh, i think what you would really need is just a big long black wig to pull that one off um but God, the vintage options for a share costume are just endless. You could, you know, go on Pinterest and just look up share and find like some of her most notable outfits and try and pull it off yourself. So um, definitely all about the share option. <laughs> uh, oh, next one is Elaine Bennis from Seinfeld. Obviously, we're connecting back to Seinfeld here. I think that if you did want to dress up like Elaine, it would be easier to 
look at her style from the first few seasons of Seinfeld. I, I feel like um, her style was a little bit more feminine then. Like she wore a lot of florals and dresses. And then towards the end of the show, she kind of graduated to like business suits. So I, I, I mean, if you've seen Seinfeld, you have like you had to have noticed that she wears this great leather backpack almost through the entire show, I think. I want to say it's like navy and brown. So if you can find something similar to that, I think that would be really cool, um, especially if it's vintage. And she wore a lot of like loafers and brogues in the in the first uh, few seasons. So definitely more of like that 90s blossom print feminine vibe um, there. I think that would be an, an easier Elaine to replicate for sure. Uh, number five, Dana Scully. I am a huge X-Files fan and this is another one where like really the wig would probably make or break it unless you have red hair. Um, business suit, skirt or pants. I feel like she wore both and those those are so easy to find at thrift stores and like a pair of heels and you could probably just like make your own FBI badge or something like that on your printer and like have it laminated or something like that. So that's a pretty, pretty easy costume that that's almost probably as easy as Mia Wallace, um, maybe a little bit more difficult, but definitely a cool option. If you notice, like I kind of, well, I wouldn't say a total 90s vibe, but like a pretty 90s vibe going on here. But I feel like that's what you you young kids like that are listening to my podcast. Um, next suggestion, number six is Daria, uh, probably like my all-time favorite cartoon character and definitely a really cute look. And you could be just about anybody on the show. It'd be like a super cool friend costume to do Daria and Jane because they both had really great style for cartoon characters. Daria was usually in like a green military jacket with, uh, you know, her black combat boots, a skirt, t-shirt, and you could always just like pop the lenses out of some glasses or something like that. But um, obviously your personality would have to be on par for Daria. I'm all about like getting into character when I do dress up for Halloween, which has been a long time now, but um, Daria definitely has that kind of like, you know, very chill, lax, almost kind of mopey attitude and voice. So if you could pull that off, I think that would be a really great costume. Um, actually, we're jumping out of the 90s now. I would say any of the 60s French Yeye pop girls. So Yeye pop was a style of music. Um, and typically, I think there might have been some British girls that did it, but it was mostly um, French. Uh, Jane Birkin, obviously. Uh, the, the biggest example there, uh, Brigitte Bardot, Francois Hardy, any of those girls. Um, really, really a great costume for, or like you could get together with a group of friends and you could each be a different yay girl. That would be really fun. That would be like a cool, like, um, I don't know, a more intellectual way to do the Spice Girls, I'd say. You could definitely do like the yay girls. Uh, but they wore, you know, a lot of like knee-high boots, mini skirts, cute sweaters, big, big eyelashes, but like very natural beauty. Um, there's tons of inspiration online for that. So if you're going for more of like a 60s vibe, I think Yay Yay Pop would be a great place to start. Uh, this is just definitely a Bridget choice, but I would say like Nancy Drew. I loved uh, the Nancy Drew books as when I was a kid and so did my mom. And I think that would be a really cute costume. Uh, my suggestions there were a sweater, 
a skirt, maybe like a pleated skirt of some type and like a magnifying glass because um, she was always solving, solving, you know, the mysteries and finding clues. So um, if you're like a, a very literary person like to read or like maybe you're going to a party where there's like a book theme, I, I think Nancy Drew could be super cute. Um, and then like I said, my last two suggestions here are kind of like gender and race neutral. Um, I think like right now there's definitely a lot of interest in like cults and stuff like that. So that would be cool for like a group of people, whether, you know, you identify as a woman, as a man, whoever is in like your group of friends, you could be like a, like a bohemian cult, you know, I thought that'd be really pretty. Like, okay, I won't lie. I just had some audio issues. Norton was running in the back cleaning up my computer. So I think maybe that caused them. Um, but as I was saying, I think a cult costume could be really cool uh, if you did like gauze and linen, dresses, pants, tops, whatever, put some flowers in your hair, um, really great for warm climates. And you can find stuff like that on Etsy pretty easily. So I would love to see that executed as like a group costume. Just got to pick your cult leader and uh, have fun with it. I think that would be really cool to see. And then uh, my second suggestion for gender race neutral and then my last um, overall suggestion would be any kind of animal like if you want to get together with friends and do like a group of animals right now animal prints are pretty um, pretty popular snake print cow print is huge for fall um, so you could just do about anything leopard zebra cow um, and it doesn't mean you necessarily like need to dress up like an animal, like with ears and a tail or whatever. You could just wear the print and, you know, wear a skirt or pants with it or something like that. And, um, just be, be your own pack of wild animals. And that would be a pretty easy one to put together, especially, you know, if you have a group of friends that aren't necessarily the type of people that get things done quickly or they put things off until the last minute. So that is my suggestion there for um, an animal category. So yeah, those are my my costume suggestions. Um, if you do happen to dress up like any of the uh, people that I mentioned, please uh, take a picture and tag me. I would love that. And right now I have a, um, a cost, uh, costume, a contest, <laughs> costumes on my mind, a contest going on on Instagram. Um, if you go check out the latest post, um, I'm giving away a My Best Ventures Life sticker and a Hello Treat bag. Um, and as I said in the caption, this isn't going to be your ordinary treat bag because, uh, you know, I do everything up. So um, just follow the rules in the comment there. You should be able to find the post relatively easy. It's one of the most recent ones. And I think I will um, probably allow people to enter for another week or two and then I'll draw a name for the winner. So if you're interested in winning some free stuff, check out Instagram. And um, also don't forget, I am a, a Folane Natural Beauty Ambassador. So if you're looking to up your skincare game and help clean it out a little bit um just you know use my coupon code for 15 percent off your order uh it's ref ref underscore basic bougie b-o-u-g-i-e bridget b-r-i-d-g-e-t that's ref underscore basic bougie bridget um, they have some really great products and fall is a great time to invest in like some good moisturizer because i feel like no matter where you live um 
the air tends to get a little bit more dry in the fall so and the winter for sure so you know keep that skin moist avoid those wrinkles and uh treat yourself and i think that is pretty much all i have so I will um, be coming to you next week with a small designer mini-sode. So I'm going alphabetically. Uh, the next person in line would be the letter B. I haven't chosen anybody yet. A, a letter near and dear to my heart. Um, but I'll be posting on Instagram when I do decide who it's going to be. And then, like I said, the week after that will be horror babes. So I hope you're enjoying this Halloween content. Halloween is actually my favorite holiday. I think mostly because you can be whatever you want to be that isn't you. And there isn't really any like, I don't know, I feel like Christmas has become so commercialized. And even Thanksgiving is just like over the top now. Ha Halloween's just fun. Like there, you don't have to worry about giving gifts. You don't have to worry about like tons of stress like going to visit x y and z person and splitting your time between different families like halloween's just kind of fun you might go to a party you might take your kids trick-or-treating you might have a party at your house or i don't know like just watch scary movies and drink pumpkin beer and you know do basic bitch things with your friends um that's what halloween's all about and i really really like it and obviously i love candy so um yeah i'm just super excited for this month and to give you some fun content for the holiday um and if you are offended by halloween in any way shape or form for like religious reasons or whatever um i, I don't mean to do so i don't look at it that way i just look at it more as like a fun time of year um, a fun holiday that I have always enjoyed. So um, thank you again for your listenership. I really appreciate it. And I'd love to stay as high in the charts as I can. So like I said, if you can give time to rate a review, that would be really awesome. Spread the word to your friends who love vintage clothing or just vintage in general. And, um, you know, I'm just really enjoying connecting with people all over the world, all over the United States um, it's been, it's been really fun. So I hope that this second season I get to meet even more people, albeit it's, it's virtually, but it's, it's really nice getting to know you. So for now, stay safe and don't be basic. Bye. Bye. <laughs>